Hey, and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today as we do our devotional journey through the New Testament, we're going to look at Revelation chapter 14, and what I find is one of the most encouraging passages when it comes to world missions that, that we could ever hope for. You see, sometimes we uh, we get this tension in our hearts and our minds that that world missions, if, if we don't accomplish it, well, then we have failed. And we, we start to get this idea like we, we if we don't accomplish everything, like reach every tribe, tongue, and nation ourselves as humans, th- then we're going to fail. Now, listen very carefully. We should go to the ends of the earth. Our church is part of supporting and partnering with missionaries to very difficult fa- places all across the globe. And we should constantly be praying for the Lord to raise up more people to go into the to the field because the, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Listen, we don't just take one portion of scripture and divorce it from another portion. Yet, this passage I find very encouraging. And here's why. I think missions is accomplished the same way our salvation is accomplished. How's our salvation accomplished? By grace through faith. We we trust in the grace of God and it is in his salvific work in our lives. He is our savior. We depend on him and we fall upon him, trusting in him. That is how salvation happens. And so with that reality in mind, it's kind of a mistake to, to then take on ourselves and say, well, you know, God saved us and we have to save the world. And God saved us, and we got to make sure we do everything that, so that others know Christ. Now, do we do that? Yes. But is it ultimately dependent on us? Based on this text, I don't think so. You know, we, we've seen passages where every tribe, tongue, and nation are surrounding the throne of God. We've we've heard Jesus all the way back in Matthew twenty four talk about how the end will come when when all have uh, all all tribe tongues all peoples have heard the gospel. But look at this text. Revelation chapter 14, verse 6 and verse 7. John says, Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth, to every nation and tribe and language and people. And he said with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth and the sea and the springs of life. Now, this this angel is flying through mid-heaven, and he's declaring to the people on the earth, and he's declaring, first of all, the eternal gospel, the gospel of Jesus and his death and resurrection. This is what it says, that he's proclaiming the good news, and he's also saying with a loud voice, fear God, give him glory, judgment has come, worship him who is the creator of all things. This is the summation of what this angel declares. Now, what this means Should we be going to the ends of the earth, to remote places, to unreached people groups? Absolutely. And we should put our money and our energy and send the best that we can to go and and reach those people the best we can. But listen, if if God flips flips the switch and today begins the end time timeline, if, if the rapture were to happen today, right now, would we say, oh no, those people groups have never heard? What What happens to them? You want to know what happens to them is they're going to hear the gospel preached by an angel flying through mid-heaven. Wow. Wow. 
So what does this mean? This means that we should take all of Scripture and we should apply all of Scripture in the way we think about missions. This means that we should give, we should send, we should go, we should pray, we should do everything in our ability to go to the ends of the earth, and we should also trust that the end result will be that God will see the mission through to completion. If we fail... If missionaries go to remote places and they are murdered instead of having a missional success of leading people to Christ, guess what? The sovereign God is in control of that. And he will orchestrate history in such a way that those will, people will ultimately hear even if it's in the great tribulation. What, a, what amazing God we have. This is why we, we fear God and give him glory. This is why we honor him. This is why we, we place our hope and our trust in him for our salvation, for our sanctification, and even for the successful world evangelization because God is God. And we will participate as much as he sees us fit doing it. We should strive and we should trust. What does this mean for you today? What does the ancient way take away? What is the ancient way for our modern day? Well, I, I think it is not. Well, I guess we don't do missions. I, I guess we, we don't have to worry about, God's going to take care of it. I don't have to. Listen, we don't approach our, our sanctification that way. We grow in sanctification by faith, recognizing it's God that works in us, giving us the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So we should do everything we can. We should focus on missions. And pray and give and go and all those things we've said. And in the big picture, we should trust in the sovereign hand of God as the nations are reached, as we disciple them, as we train them, trusting in the end, God will see his mission through to completion. It, it's This is the encouraging truth. We strive and, and the success rests in the Lord. This is the ancient way for our modern day.